0: For you, And it's, I'll tell you now, it's going to be very simple what we're going to talk about today. Today it's just going to be nice and easy. I'm I'm not going to yell. I'm not jumping around. Well, maybe. But I just, I want to impart some things to you. And then um, I'll let you go so you can enjoy the refreshments in the back. But on the last eight weeks or so, the pastor and the co-pastor have been teaching us on only believe. Yeah. Has anyone been blessed by that word?
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And, you know, hearing it over and over and over and over and over and over again, I mean, that's eight weeks. Right. It's two months. You could probably talk on that forever yeah. that's right. because it is such a foundation of who we are as believers. That's right. So I thank you all for doing the heavy lifting. At some point, you guys will have to go back and, and get it on the SoundCloud, because what I'm going to talk about today is like the frilly garnish stuff. Oh, right. So they did all the heavy lifting. Right. I'm going to give you the easy, frilly, foo-foo, it looks nice that's on a plate right. stuff. So that's what I'm going to give you today. But it's important to me, because I like the garnish and the foo-foo, filly stuff. But today, I want to talk to you, continuing to talk to you about believing. As the Passion and Co-Pastor were teaching I just kept hearing in my head one of my favorite verses of all time. So today, I'm I'm actually going to give you this sermon backwards. So I'm going to give you the punchline first, and then give you the setup later. So when you read your notes, read from the end to the beginning, and it'll all make sense. Um, The only reason why I'm doing that is because we don't have enough time. Um, So Media's going to throw something up here. He's going to show you what my title is, and it's really not going to make any sense to you. But Swing Your Hammer workmen. And you're really going to, you know, like, what does that have to do with only believing? What's it, swinging a hammer? What What are you talking about? So to start, and I apologize for talking so fast, what you should do right now is turn with me to Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. Matthew 11, verse 12 in the Amplified Bible is one of my favorite, favorite verses in the entire Bible. Because it appeals to my very savage, violent nature, which is terrible, but it's true. You read this verse and you can't but help but to get charged up. So I'll read it to you. And from the days of John the Baptist until the present time, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault and violent men seize it by force as a precious prize. A share in the heavenly kingdom is sought with most ardent zeal and intense exertion. So when you hear this, this is not a passive scripture. This is an aggressive scripture. This is talking about being on the offense rather than being on the defense. Rather than defending your position, you're actually going out and thumping some skulls with this verse here. Okay? So this is the end. So we're going to lay all the groundwork so you can get to this point where you'll feel comfortable walking out of these doors, cracking somebody in the head. Now, I don't really want you to go out there because that's assault and you'll go to jail, but we're going to talk from a spiritual perspective, walking outside of this building here and being equipped enough to thump the devil in the skull. Thump situations right in the head. And I mean hard. My grandmother, his mother... And told him this story, and in turn, I heard it secondhand. But, you know, she would always tell him, like, if you get in a fight with somebody bigger than you, you find the biggest thing you can find, a stick, a brick, whatever, and you just just go to town and make sure that you win. Now, I'm not saying that the devil is bigger than me because he's not, but I will bludgeon him to death with whatever I can. And that's where I want to get you guys to today. The reason why the message about only believe was so important because if you don't actually believe the word of God, then you will have no gumption That's
1: true.
0: to fight him on any level.
1: That's true.
0: So when I'm hearing this, I'm hearing the word that was brought forth, and this verse is playing over and over in my head, and I'm like, okay, Lord, I, you want me, to, you want me to, to get up and do something. I mean, because you can't be aggressive and violent and seize anything from a seated position.
1: That's right, can.
0: No war was ever won by soldiers that sat down. Right? I mean, you physically have to get up and do some things. So what he's telling me is that you're going to have to get up and do some things today. Because situations are going to come at you, and you're going to need to be ready. You're going to need to be ready. So I keep going back to this hammer idea because it's an easy weapon. It's something that you can use. It's, it's small enough where you can stick it in a pocket. But it's hard enough where if I hit you real good, you're going down. It's going to do some damage. So, the pastor and the co pastor for me, and I don't know about for you, but for the eight weeks that they were talking about this, they were forging a hammer. For me. I don't know about for you, but for me to use. Now, to forge a hammer takes some time. You got to get a hunk of steel, you got to heat it up. I mean, Not red hot, but blue hot. Mm. I mean, so that's something that takes time. You can't just make a hammer quickly. Mm -hmm. It's going to take time to work out all the imperfections, make sure that it's right to the specifications. Mm -hmm. That's why it took you so long to get to where you're going. And that's why it's going to take you even longer to finish your point, Mm -hmm. because he's still forging that hammer for you. Mm -hmm. So by the time it's done, it can be presented to you. Here's your weapon.
1: All right. Go and use it. Mm -hmm.
0: So Lord, okay. So. I read this verse, and I'm thinking, Lord, how can I be, you know, aggressive? How can I seize your your kingdom? And only believe keeps coming back to me. He's like, that's how you're going to seize everything that I have for you, is by believing. Now, I'm not going to replay their entire messages because you guys know it. Mm -hmm. You hear it. You know what it says. But basically, in a nutshell, it's telling you to stand on your own two feet Mm -hmm. that is firmly planted in the word of God. That's right. Not on top but in it. So when you're firmly planted in the word of God, then you'll believe the word of God. And if you believe the word of God, then you'll use the word of God. So that's what we're looking to do here. That's what we're looking to do. The pastor and a co-pastor talked about that this weapon that we've been given is going to be, how can I say this? It's up to you to use it. You have belief, and you have unbelief. Yeah. Two weapons that either you're going to use. Two hammers, if you will, that you'll swing. Now, I'm going to give you an example. This is this is actually a tiny little hammer. It's really small. I mean, it looks like it should be for Jack. But it's, um, it's been crafted pretty good. Mm-hmm. You can feel that, right? That would hurt, right? So this was forged for me to use. I can build things with this, or I could destroy things with this. And as a believer, this is what I should be using. That's right. To either frame my world, build my world, or destroy problems with this hammer. All right. Now some of us as believers have chosen the wrong hammer. See this? This is a mallet. It's still a hammer. But it's made out of rubber. I mean, if I hit you with it, it would probably hurt. But you're not breaking anything down with this. This is unbelief. (laughs) You as believers are presented with problems. And instead of using the forged hammer, that word of God, we're grabbing the unbelief hammer. Because it's easy to use. And if I swing and miss, I'm okay. See, that will cause some... Like, you ever hit your thumb with a hammer? Oh, yeah. See, if you do that here, you're going to be like, oh, all right, that's fine. But we're trying to tackle our problems with the wrong weapon. Yeah. Mm. How are you going to get a breakthrough by using a rubber hammer?
1: Mm.
0: How are you going to experience the greatness that God has for you by using the wrong weapon? Mm. Right. See, she talked about the belief and unbelief. Mm-hmm. This is unbelief right here. Yeah. And you will swing us as hard as you can but you're still not going to get anywhere with this. Because this is not the weapon that was forged for you. It's this one. So let's talk about this weapon, shall we? Let's talk about it for just a little, little tiny bit. All right, good. Still good on time. If you have your Bible, let's go to Matthew chapter 13. Matthew 13, and we're going to go in the third verse. We're going to read three through nine. And you might wonder why we're going to read about the parable of the sower. Right. Like, what does that have to do with swinging my hammer? See, because we talk about swinging your hammer, workman. He wants you to do some work. He wants you to do it well. All right. He wants to give you the proper weapon to use so that you can be proficient and efficient in your daily life. All right. So let's talk about this for a little bit. So I'll read this to you. In your Bible, it's in red, which means what? What? Jesus is speaking. Jesus is speaking. Now, remember, we're trying to get to Matthew eleven twelve as our end result. But we have to tackle all of this here. So it says, And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places. It's terrible. Where they had not much earth, where they had no depth. And forthwhile they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, And became, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But the others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Verse nine says, Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Now, if you were all inside my head, we could close up the Bible and we could walk out because I've just explained everything that you need to know. But I can see that the pitch went right over your head. Yeah. So let's explain it a little bit. Let's explain it a little bit. I'm almost certain I heard someone today says that the sower sows the word. I'm almost certain you, you said that, right? You, you did hear that? So let's be clear on what we're talking about, sowing this word us, much like the disciples, said, Lord, I don't understand what you're talking about. Why are you talking parables? Explain it to me. So here's the explanation. Let's go down to verse 18. Hear ye, therefore, the parable of the sower. We're going to read all the way to 23. and says, and when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside, but he that received the seed in stony places the same is he that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth it. Yet he hath not root in himself, but doth for a while, for when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word, by and by he is offended. He also that receives seed among the thorns is he that heardeth the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he become unfruitful. But he that receives seed in good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some an hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. So, when the word is sown, the word sown to you, and you have it, but it's in stony places, which means you kind of accept it, but you don't have a firm grip on what was sown to you and you really want to use it but because you have no grip you go to swing, you have no root you go to swing and now you have nothing yeah. that's what happens sometimes as believers like Lord you know what I understand what you said but I didn't really take it at face value and I didn't really want to get it deep inside my heart again with a heart issue so I can't really use your word effectively so now I have nothing So let's talk about somebody else. So then you have the guy in the thorny place who will see the hammer. It is bigger, stronger, more improved, heavier. Sees the word and will contemplate using the word. This happens in Sunday services all across the world where the word is preached and you will think about it real hard. Yeah, Yeah, Lord, you know what? That sounds pretty good, but I'm not really going to use it. I'm just going to sit and look at it and talk about all of the wonderful things. We had a great time in church. The spirit was really high. What did you learn? I don't know. See, that's you contemplating this word right here. Yeah. It's pretty. It's dressed up real nice. It came to church, and it looks really good. And it was delivered. It was presented to you. But yet and still, you choose not to use it. Because you let everything else influence your decision to use that word. And Sunday after Sunday, you'll come in and still pray. Lord, please, I want your very best for me. But I'm not going to take that word into my heart. I'm going to look at it. It looks real nice sitting over there. But I'm just going to leave it. I'm not going to use it the way you want me to. The cares of this world are just too much. Lord, do you understand what I'm facing? You see these bills. You hear the guy calling me. Your word's not enough. I need more than that. That word was sown in your heart. But it was a thorny place. And it was choked out. And it became ineffective. So now that word is going by the wayside. Now keep in mind, that hammer over here is still powerful. Will still build or destroy. This hammer here that was given to you will still build and destroy. But you chose not to use it. Now... I don't want to be any of those people. I want to be this guy. Verse 23. And I'll read it again. But he that receiveth seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understands it, which also beareth fruit, and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. So the guy in verse 23 will pick it up. He'll say, you know what, Lord? this is your word. Yeah. I have a firm grip on what you gave to me. All right. I have planted this word deep in my heart, yeah. and now you have given me a weapon to use. Yeah. Now, I'm going to use this efficiently, and I'm going to get a return on what you gave to me. Right. Now, here's the catch. It talks about hundredfold, some 60, and some 30. And this is where the workman comes into place. See, an efficient workman, if you hire a builder to come to your home, you don't want him to do just a 30% job, right? Right? Right. Just remodel only 30% of my kitchen, and that'll be great. (laughs) Just remodel 60% of my kitchen, that'll be great. See, you're still getting a return, but it's not what you want. So it's got to be in the effect of you swinging this hammer. Lord, I'm going to wield this thing the way I'm supposed to. And I know that you've given me this word, and I'm going to meditate on this word day and night. Mm -hmm. See, because you gave me that one, and now I've gotten to this one. Mm -hmm. See, but Lord, you know, I'm going to keep standing on this word no matter what I see, no matter what I hear, no matter what anyone else tells me. And I'm going to keep standing on that word because I want a hundredfold return. So when you continue to practice and preach that word and hear it, what you then get is this now what you want to do in your life as a believer is to swing this hammer and as a believer it is your job to take that perfectly forged weapon turn it into this see now when you walk into a crowd with this people are going to get out of your way. (laughs) You show up on the job site and you need something knocked down, they're not calling the guy with that thing. They're calling this guy. This is you, believer, standing on the word, practicing the word every day. So everywhere you go, see, if you were to try to pick this up and you're not used to handling that, that's heavy, right? Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) See, and at first... You may have to drag this behind you, but Lord, you know what? I know what you said, and I'm I'm going to get this going until you have become proficient enough where you swing this thing at will, and when you swing it, I guarantee you it's going to take one shot to do the job. See, we talked about being on the offense, yeah. not being defensive. We talked about going outside of these walls right. and doing some damage with this word. Yeah. I guarantee you, if you went and attacked your problem first, yes. before good. it came to get you, that's right. it will run in the and other that's
1: direction. Right. That's right. Yeah.
0: See, I know what it's like to be a bully. I know what it's like to be bullied. Yeah. And it's your turn to start pushing the devil around see because if I walk into the situation Mm -hmm. I got this bad boy right here nobody's saying anything to me oh devil Uh you think you're bad enough Uh come here and let me show you how proficient I am at cracking your stones with this let's see what happens When you decide to use the Word of God the way it was intended to be used. See, you get the idea that... You know what? I understand that Jesus was a peaceful guy. And he wanted to live a humble lifestyle. I get that. And he was peaceful. But there was never ever an instance where he got pushed around. It's the old adage of don't take my kindness for weakness. See, because... I can be real kind and real nice with this in my hand. Yeah. And when situations come up, oh, yeah. I'm going to kneecap you. I'm going to break some things open. Right. You want a breakthrough in your life? That's right. Stop swinging the play hammer. Yeah. Stop yeah. contemplating how good the word looks and actually start to spend some time with yes. it so that you can turn Woo. that thing yeah. into this thing. See, there's going to come a time when you are going to have an only believe moment. I see you. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: And when that only believe moment comes, what are you going to swing? You going to swing that? Or are you going to swing this? Yes, right. See, now this is still the word, but this is the word on steroids. Oh, yeah. This is the word planted deep in your heart. This is the word taking root into good ground. Yeah. That's what this is. All
1: right. yeah.
0: So from the very moment that he called you his special little child, yeah. he gave you access to this weapon. Right. And Sunday after Sunday, day after day, situations come up, and we are either swinging with this thing, or not at all.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: your choice. Which one do you want? Yep. I want this. That's right. I want this all of the time. That's See, right. this is designed to pulverize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not designed to tickle. This is designed to destroy. Yes. Obliterate. Yeah. Mash. Oh. Mangle. That is what this is for. That is what the word of God in your hand is supposed to be used for. That's right. Mm -hmm. Situations come and I'm going to obliterate the situation. Mm -hmm. The enemy tries to come and I'm going to mangle his head. Yeah. I don't care what they say. I know what I say.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: I know what he says.
1: That's right. Mm -hmm.
0: That's what needs to happen today. That's right. I'm going to back up because I don't want to (laughs) miss. So, when you get a minute and you're a quiet time, let's think about it. Lord, am I really supposed to be this way? Let me show you something real fast. 2 Timothy, just so you know, I didn't make this up. 2 Timothy chapter 2. My little man's back there talking to me. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 says, we notice this, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now the reason why this scripture is so very important, because he called you a workman. Now, if you know anything about the construction industry, workmen carry what? hammers yes,
1: Lord. That's right.
0: they carry tools yes. so here in second timothy he is exhorting you to swing your hammer All right. and not just lightly but hard yeah. he says i want you to get into this word so that you understand how to apply this word workmen, so that you can do what i need you to do yeah. so that you can show out that god is still in control so that you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that he will do for you what he said he would do.
1: Yeah.
0: But you're only going to get to know that if you understand and actually get into that word.
1: Yes.
0: Get into that word. Yes. See, being a workman, you know, he, he's calling you a worker. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies is The Departed. And in The Departed, they call each other. He's like, I know you're a worker. Yeah. In his Boston accent. It's like, I know you work for it. That's what he wants. He wants you to be a worker. He wants you to take that hammer and start laying some people out with that word. That's what he wants. He wants you today to actually get up off of your seat. Stop complaining about the situation. And go on the offensive. And start chasing down some of those people. See, you know, you say in old church, trouble your trouble.
1: Yeah.
0: You'll cause a lot of trouble with that. <laughs> but that's what it's going to take. It's going to take you. It's going to take us as a church, as a group of believers, to actually to start swinging this hammer the way it was intended to be swung. So, Lord, I'm not just taking life as it's thrown at me. I'm going to chase it down. Lord, I'm not just gonna sit here and wait for bad things to happen. I'm going to frame my world now with that hammer, with that word that you've given to me, so that now I'm gonna make my way straight.
1: Yeah. That's right.
0: I'm gonna believe your word beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yes. So that I will make sure that I am living yes. the way you called me to live. All right. I'm not gonna fall back in fear because there's no more fear. I've kicked it out of the way. It's down the road. Instead, all I do is swing this hammer and carry it with me everywhere I go. Now, if I have this word and it is planted deep inside my heart, I'll never be without it. But sometimes we have a victory and we are so happy and it did its job and we leave it there and walk away. Expecting things to be like that forever. But you left your weapon. You stopped nurturing your weapon. Now, it started out here, and we continue to speak the word, speak the word, speak the word, and we got this. Imagine what this will turn into if you continue to speak the word. Imagine. Imagine what this would do. Just imagine. So today, I challenge you I challenge you to start taking that word from there to there to here and see what God will do in your life. The effectiveness effectiveness of the word in your life is dependent upon you and how you're going to use it and operate and swing this hammer. He wants you to be a worker, so work. So that Matthew can become true for us So that we can see some things with ardent zeal and be aggressive in our use of God's word. Not aggressive in your own being. See, because I can be aggressive myself. You can have false bravado, and that's not what he's looking for. What he wants is someone skilled enough to use this word like a weapon, like a hammer, so that it can break through things all of the time for you. I have one more verse, M. will let you go. Jeremiah chapter 23. Jeremiah 23 and verse 29. And I'll read this to you in a couple versions, but I, I like. King James says, Is not my word like as fire, saith the Lord? And like a hammer that breaketh the rock... In pieces. Now, the Amplified says that it breaks in pieces the rock of the most stubborn resistance. Meaning that this word here, and even if you got to start out dragging it, when you become more proficient, when you get used to swinging it, said, I don't care how stubborn a problem is.
1: <laughs>
0: this is the stone breaker. All right. The Word of God is the stone breaker you want a breakthrough in your life, yes. then start swinging the stone breaker. Yeah. You want to let the levy break and you want that overtaking blessing? Mm-hmm. Start swinging the stone breaker. <laughs>
1: All right. That's good.
0: The pastor last week, and I thought, thought this quote was very significant, he says that we want to give birth to the impossible.
1: Yeah. That's right.
0: The only way that you can give birth to the impossible in your life is by using the Word of God.
1: That's right.
0: And I mean using it from start to finish. That's right. I told my wife I was going to talk about it a little bit, and I have 30 seconds to do it, so I didn't meet my task. I'm, it's going to take me some time. My wife understands the concept of the stone breaker very well. Not in the way which she thinks i mean, but in this sense that we're talking here. Because she knows what it means to apply the Word of God with such vigor that situations have to yield to the Word. We have been praying for a family of our own for the longest time. And I mean, when I say long, I mean, we've been married... 10, 11 years. So from day one, that's right, buddy. That was the plan. And throughout that entire time, I mean, suffered devastating losses to the amount that I'm not even going to begin to tell you how many, because I stopped counting. But it was a lot. And at some point in time, the word was given to us. I was like, okay, Lord, We're going to do it. And this is the hammer that I picked up. Mm. And I swung this unbelief hammer as hard as I could. Mm. And couldn't figure out why I was getting the same crappy result. Couldn't figure it out. Lord, I know what you said, but why is it not happening? Because I'm trying to frame my world with unbelief. And you know what? I did frame my world with unbelief. So when I had that only believe moment, I had an only unbelief moment. (laughs) And I got a negative result. And it wasn't until that little lady back there said, you know what? I know what the word says. I mean, and we read book upon book. Bible upon Bible, Scripture upon Scripture, had prophecy, word spoken. I mean, I was sitting right there in that chair when you called her up right here. I remember that, clear as day. Whatever you want from God, just ask for it, and you'll have it. And even have all those assurances, I was still swinging this hammer. And I remember sitting down, talking to that fine little lady right there, crying my eyeballs out, And I couldn't understand why, Lord, why it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. She said to me, you need to believe the word of God. Mm -hmm. Now, that was something that I had heard for my entire life. Mm -hmm. But I was still unwilling to let this go. And until the day we decided to throw unbelief out of the equation was when we started working on this thing here. And it took communion every day. And I mean, when I say communion every day, I mean I'm taking communion with grape juice and crackers. I'm talking about getting up in the morning, praying together every day. So that word that started out there could get to right here. We spoke every day about our seed coming to fruition. All right. The pastor said, you need to speak these words, full-term yeah. pregnancies. Yeah. Your seed will not cast itself away All before right. its time in the field. Mm-hmm. And oh, I said that not once a day, not twice a day. I'm talking hundreds of times a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because at the moment I decided to take a stand The enemy decided to make sure that I went back to that hammer of unbelief. Said, no, not so. And she literally built Jackson. I'm talking cellular level. Mm -hmm. Bit by bit by bit. I right now could probably recite to you every single system in the human body. Because we spoke it every day. Mm. Lord, you said in your word that we are the healed. Right. And every day I spoke it, this hammer got a little bit easier to lift. And every day we spoke that word about that seed being planted into good soil yeah, yeah. and that it was going to come to fruition. This thing got a little bit easier to swing every day. Yeah. Speaking the word of God over that boy's life every day. Yeah. Them praying every day. Yeah. Not taking what the doctor said. Yeah. Right. Not taking what the yeah. nurses said. Yeah. Right. As truth gospel, no, sir. Mm. I understand right. now yeah. what the
1: Word of God says. That's right.
0: And every day we spoke it. All right. And I remember that day where she was like, hey, I got something to tell you. Like, all right, what do you got? Look at that. Oh, that, there's something on this stick here. Like, the, the, that's, that's, that's really real. Now, keep in mind, I've been at that point already. I've been to that point, and back in my head, that unbelief is like, yo, buddy, it ain't happening. You've been here before, you've already experienced terrible loss. Get ready for another one. Ha, ha, ha. And he had a nice party. But he didn't understand what we were packing. <laughs> see, because at that point, I had built this weapon, All right. clearly forged in the Word of God. All right. So that day that we decided to go to the doctor, like, hey, let's see what's going on. I'm like, well, you know, things look good. I'm like, of course it looks good. And listen here, nurse, you're going to keep telling me good news because I got this in my hand. <laughs> and I wish you would try to give me a bad report because I am holding this in my hand. And Satan, hear me. I wish you would try to give me a bad report because I am holding this in my hand. And the very moment you wanna rear your head and think that you're gonna beat me, you are gonna get 10 pounds of solid steel in your head. Now, devil decided he wanted to fight. The were was saying, well, you know, we see there's a little sack there, but there's nothing in it, you know, because we've been there before. And she, when I was like, oh, my Lord, she's like, that's all right. I'm like, I'm sorry? She's like, no, it's okay. She's like, I know what God said. I know what the word says. That's
1: right.
0: And that was enough to jerk the slack out of me All right. and say, you know what, you're right.
1: That's right.
0: I put down that weapon, mm-hmm. but I was quick to pick it back up. All right. And ever since then, every time we went into that office, we expected a positive outcome. That's
1: right.
0: And sure enough, that little guy, I don't know where he is right now, he's probably running around in the summer, but he got here. That's right through nothing but the sheer will of God and the intestinal fortitude of my beautiful wife who decided that she wasn't going to let me go anywhere near that hammer of unbelief any longer said we are going to put God to the test right. see standing on the word of God requires blind faith That's right. Faith to believe that the impossible is possible. That's right. See, because I was there when the doctor said, you know what, you and her, it's not compatible. Mm-hmm. I remember when the doctor said, you know what, physically speaking, physiologically speaking, it will be impossible for you to carry a child to full term. It's impossible because your body's just not built that way anymore. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen for you. I was there. I was there. In fact, I still have the doctor's report. And every time I drive by that doctor's office, I honk my horn
1: All right.
0: and I wave this out of the window. So because it didn't matter.
1: That's right.
0: It didn't matter. And you are gonna to have to have that only believe moment where it doesn't matter. See, I was prepared for God to do something that He had never done to make it happen for the two of us. I mean We were taking small little victories. Like, okay, I need numbers to double. Numbers double. Like, okay, I need numbers to quadruple. Numbers quadruple. Like, yes. I'm like, I need a pole. There was a pole. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I need a heartbeat. And the moment.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I still have it recorded to this day. Yeah. I can go back and listen to it anytime I want. Mm -hmm. But the very moment I heard that little guy's heartbeat. Yeah. And I mean, beat. Boom, boom. I knew right then
1: yeah. that yeah.
0: it was worth it all. That's right. That God was still faithful.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: In the sight of impossibility,
1: yeah. God made a way. Yes.
0: Made a way. Yeah. And that is not something, thank you, that is just isolated to me and her. This is something that will happen to every single one of you if you decide to stand on the Word of God. By this point, I'm convinced that there is nothing that God can't do. I mean, when Ethan was born, I mean, before he even got here, like the day that that happened, I was like... Okay. That's phenomenal. And went through the entire process again for us to get to the doctor. And, I mean, this is like day 15. And it's like, well, you know, there's nothing here. You know, and the old boy's like, just be happy with the one you got. Uh-huh. Said, give this dream up. Like, no. You did it before. That's right. You're going to do it again. That's right. I remember him saying, you were cheap. Brought the prophecy and said, don't worry, That's there'll right. be two. And I'm like, Lord, okay, maybe you meant something else. And I'm like, no, I know what you said. That's right. And she stood on that word and she made the doctor wait. He's like, well, this is what we're going to do. She's like, no, I'm going to tell you how things are going to go. And I was shocked because Mary is very calm, passive. She's sweet and nice. All the things that I am not. And we sat in that doctor's office, and she said, no, this is what's going to happen. I said, I know what the word says. And Dr. Labrizi, who I love to this day, still looks, he's like, well, what do you mean? She's like, I know, I know what, what the Lord said. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, that's what the Lord said. Then that's what the Lord said. I'm like, you got that right, doc. So we're not going to do anything premature, because the next time I come in here, you're going to see something that you've never seen before. See, because he was ready to pull the plug. He's like, no, you know, this is not going to work. I said, no, no, no. Mm -mm. See, because after the first time, I was convinced that I could have that repeat ten more times if I wanted.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And all it's going to take for you as believers is to get to that point where you have a victory in your life. And when you have that victory, you become empowered. And then you look for opportunities to swing this hammer in your life.
1: Good.
0: See, because he doesn't want you to be passive any longer. That's right. He wants you to go on the offensive. All right. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. You know, like in medieval times when you would have a, a war, the lead guy would have a shield and a hammer. Yes, he did. That would be his weapon. Yeah. And it was long. It's like six feet long with a hammer on the head on the end, strong enough to break limbs,
1: mm. wow.
0: crush skulls, mangle bodies. That is where you need to be now in your life.
1: That's true.
0: You need to lead the charge in your life yeah. and decide, you know what, devil? I'm going to put you on the run.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right.
0: I've had enough disappointment. Yeah. We've had enough of that. I had enough of not getting what God has for me. We've okay. had enough of that. Yeah. See, because right now what we need is victory. Yeah. And he's already given you the Victory. The moment that he was strung up on that cross and was hammered to the cross, every single thing, lack, just being completely broke, busted, and disgusted, inadequacy, disease, all of that was nailed to that cross. And when he got off of the cross, he left all of those there. So when you talk about resting in the finished work of God, that's exactly what we're talking about. Stand to your feet. Today, you have to make a conscious decision how you want to swing this hammer in your life. To not receive from God, to not receive all of his benefits is ludicrous to me. To operate in unbelief, Essentially, what you're doing is walking back up to the cross, literally walking up to the cross and trying to take your infirmity off of the cross where it was hammered into place.
1: said,
0: your sickness... That disease, it's not your sickness, and it's not your disease. Right. That infirmity, it's not yours anymore. Right. It was hammered to the cross. Yes. It was obliterated. It Thank was battered. Right. It yes. was crushed and destroyed that's on right. that cross so you that you yes. don't have to partake of that any longer.
1: That's right. Thank you.
0: Why would you willingly put something on that's already been broken
1: All right. and destroyed? Yeah. Yeah.
0: You look at that cross and it should be a reminder right. of what he's done. That's and that's
1: right. it. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I see it. Lord, yes, you did that for me. Yeah. I thank you for getting off of the cross right. and leaving all of my weakness, all of okay. my thank limits, all. all of my inferiorities. I thank you for taking that all away way yes. and obliterating that yes. on that cross. Yes. So now all I do well, is believe you your word. Yes. Because all I have is success now Mm -hmm. because I believe
1: your word. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm.
0: It took a long time to get to that point, Mm -hmm. but we needed to get to that point. So now you read Matthew 11, and you should run out of the building Mm -hmm. looking for your hammer wherever you left it and go back and find it and start swinging it. I mean, like you've lost your mind. Because that's what he wants
1: you to do. That's right.
0: Think about all the situations that have tried to come and attack you. I would make a list that's right, of all the things that I'm going to bludgeon that's and good. batter yeah. and obliterate with Thank this word on. of God.
1: Yes. That's right. Yeah.
0: Like you said, talking about you know witnessing people that call you on the phone? Yeah. So I can't wait for a bill collector to call me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just wait what I'm gonna say to you. Do you have no idea what I'm swinging on the other end of this hammer? You have no idea.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. That's what we need to be. That's
0: right. So, Lord, I'm not going to be passive anymore. I'm not taking a back seat in my own life. That's right, yeah. I'm going to be in the driver's seat. That's yeah. right. and I'm going to be driving hard oh, and fast. Yeah. And I'm going to be swinging that hammer as I go. Yeah. And, Lord, and I will expect you to bless me as you said in your word. Yeah. Because that's what you said in your word. Yeah. Take it at face value. This is what he wants for you. Workmen. Swing your hammer. Workmen. Mm -hmm. You have to work. You have to.
1: You
0: have to. All right, I've got the place all littered with hammers now, and I'm (laughs) getting all out of sorts, and I held you here longer than I was supposed to. But I, I, it, it, it offends me to see the people of God not get what they're supposed to get.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And it should offend you yeah. to not get the things that God has for you. Yeah. Stop taking it on the cheek. I understand we said, you know, turn the other cheek. That's great. Yeah. But we've run out of cheeks.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Run out of all of them.
1: Yeah. Man, use the two here and the others. That's right. I'm tired of getting my butt kicked. That's right.
0: I said, I'm going to start thumping some skulls now. I'm going to take this word outside of the four walls of this building.
1: That's right.
0: I'm going to start throwing that hammer.
1: Oh, thank I'm going to start Hello. breaking
0: some stones.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Majorly. That's
1: that's right. What are you going to do? That's right.
0: I know what I'm going to do, yes. but what are you going to do? You're going to break some stones today? Yes, yes. Are you going to swing that hammer so that there can thank be breakthrough you in your life? Yes. What are you going to do? Yes. Are you going to stand on God's word? So you can receive everything that He has. What are you going to do? Are you going to go back and find that word, Mm -hmm. that hammer that you were forging yourself? Mm -hmm. You're going to go back and find it. Mm -hmm. You're going to pick it up, or you're just going to leave it there and just live a life of mediocrity? Mm -hmm. No, sir. No, ma'am. Are we going to let the devil beat us in the head? No way. No, sir. No, ma'am. Not anymore. I am no longer. Hopeless. That's right. I am no longer helpless. That's right. But I am empowered. Yes. Glory. Empowered. Yes. Empowered.